0: Warning, this podcast may contain retards that shuffle, (laughs) and content such as the word retard that some listeners may find offensive.
1: (laughs) This won't be used in reference to the actual documentary. (laughs) No, this is reference towards tea. Thanks. You are welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with T and Cleves. Each week, offering up a day, perspective on life. Welcome to Seesaw episode whatever the hell it is, probably 42. Coming from floor 301. So we've we gone up again? Yeah, nice, no, after the slight
0: detour last month. I don't know if we went down. Week. We'll see in the edit, I don't know if we went oh, down. Oh mate, you always go down on mud. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> No, this, no, in this day and age. Apart from the fact that you have a wife. She a knows. Adultering. She knows what I am. Pretty sure adultering's not the verb. But <laughs> no, it's not. You're going around adulterizing. adulterising. on, adulterises. Filleting. I do like going to the fishmongers. Fish murdering suck-off merchant.
1: Yeah, get those shrimps. <laughs> Pop them in. The butt. <laughs> Fucking stupid opening this is. So, Cleaves. How are things this week? Pretty good. Things are starting to open up yet again. So, you know, I've been to festivals
0: and stuff now. It was like two weeks ago now, but still, it was good. So hopefully, Cleves, you've done your homework. And watched the documentary. Yes. I mean, you know
1: you you know I have, because we've literally just <laughs> watched it. We did. Together. After all that talk of me and men, that's not the thing you should be saying. What? Well, I thought it was together. We did watch it together. Yeah, but you said it saucy. However you ch- chose to interpret that <laughs> up to you. I'm just saying there was a lot of sauce in that fish.
0: A lot of death in that fish by the time you were done. <laughs> okay, should we give a brief description of the documentary? All fours blind young things featuring people that are blind relatively young and I guess they're things.
1: Yeah, I mean everything's a thing technically. Mm, what about nothing? That's the absence of things. Does that make it a thing? It's a word. By the by. So this documentary came out in April 2007. It was by Channel 4's Dispatches. And that's a television network in the UK. One of the free networks that everyone gets. So everyone had the chance to watch this delightful romp. The the reason we're we're gonna be tra- talking about this is because this was recorded when we were actually at college. Me and T rapping R and I B. C. Yeah, yep. Whatever the name of the college was. RNC. and Royal College uh Royal <laughs> National College. <laughs> Difficult, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Royal National College for the Blind. And that's in Hereford, Herefordshire, because gotta be creative. In the UK. So there were two guys. Running around with cameras, boom mics, and all sorts of stuff, and asking questions. There was a lot of material, like a lot of footage for this documentary. They were everywhere, all the time. I don't know how much they filmed, and I know that this is common in documentaries. They film loads, and then it has to be condensed down to an hour. But as you might find with our opinions on this, maybe they didn't focus on the right things? Maybe? Or anything, really. So, please, what do you think the aim of this was? Like, Going from our experience like at college and what it was dressed up to be, what do you think they were aiming to do? Um, I think they were aiming to highlight the
0: personal struggles of young people with sight
1: loss. That would have been on a synopsis, right? Yes. So when you say personal struggles, what would you immediately think of with that? You know, doing normal things that normal people do with a visual impairment and being young. And plus, because it's based at a college, I would also assume that it's like how the college is helping young people with sight loss, like what support they're getting to enable them to be independent and live their life normally. That's fair to say, I guess, yeah. So the documentary follows three individuals that we both knew, uh, Dan, Steve and Selena. All portrayed in very different ways. They were all roughly the same age. I think Selena was 18, Steve was 18, and Dan was 19. There were younger students at the university, at the college, and there were older students as well, which I think that was a missed opportunity, I'll say up front, because we had some people there who had lost their sight in accidents or through, say, RP, and they were in like their 30s, 40s, had had careers, and they were there like... Shit, I need to learn to be live with blindness. (laughs) I need to learn to be blind, you were going to (laughs) say. Yeah. So, what can we say about these characters? Um, I believe they were portrayed as characters more than people. So, Dan. He was the sheltered one. He was the sheltered one. Completely blind, has been from birth, and maybe it's a cultural thing, but he has been wrapped up in cotton wool his entire life up to this point. And he's gone to college to... Learned to be independent. Um, he did, by the looks of it, the performing arts was his study, which I don't think is a very good study for blind people. It's a waste monster, isn't it? For, some, for an industry that is ridiculously competitive as is, why train Vision Pen and blind people for that? Well, I, I really don't get the point. Um, I mean, at least I've never heard any successful people who have come from RNC and gone into like media. You could have stopped at RNC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we went to RNC, and I like to think I'm moderately successful, and you are as well. Yeah, but it's not because of RNC. So I'd say Dan's character. I'm going to say for refer to them as characters because they they seem very one note. But just using the footage, I know these are real people, but Dan was all about his love story and yeah. sort of how he was learning, like without the parents. Again. Essentially, I think Dan is like the the very personal. Story, isn't it? It's very much, oh, he's never had to look after himself. Now watch him look after himself. Wind him up and let him go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, essentially. I think that the portrayal of Dan was fairly accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he did, from no fault of his own, I think he did genuinely struggle at the college because of like his background and his lack of sight. I don't think there's any excuse like, why he was as bad as he was, sort of like, with his independence and how he looked, like, being able to look after himself. I, I think there was a little bit, because he was coddled a bit. Hey, didn't stop him from picking up a sexy lady. We'll get on. He to wrote him the, a delicious note of we'll, love. we'll get on to the fucking love story. At least, in this documentary, they showed that Dan was learning. Granted, they showed that it took him three months <laughs> to make cheese sandwiches for his family. There was some cardinal sins involved. Oh, cardinal sin! The cardinal sin of leaving the fridge open. And fair play, but I would also say the college hasn't exactly done well by him if after three months he's making a cheese sandwich. He could probably make a ham one. Yeah, and and he'd probably use that old bread. The thing is, as well, like in some of those scenes, he had the knife upside down. Yeah, I mean... You- you just- and I'm like, that should be the first thing you teach them in living school. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, touch the end of the knife, run it yeah. along your fingers, and if it bleeds, you've got it all right way around. Well, even then, you you can just like pinch the side because it goes in, doesn't it? Like,
0: <sighs> Yep.
1: So there's ways of doing it, and I think they've let him down. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. <laughs> it but is. Eventually, he'll be putting that
0: cheese on garlic bread.
1: Yeah. I think Dan was a, a very fair portrayal of what he was like. I don't know what he's doing now. Not what you told me. I don't want to say what he's doing now. <laughs> because, okay. Because what what I've heard it might not be what is actually the case. Next up then. Stevie Wonder. Mr Steve. Plays piano, is blind? Bit of a rebel. They went heavy on that rebel shit, didn't they? Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm just going to say right now, he was not nearly as bad as they portrayed him to be. They made him out to be straight up cunt, and he wasn't. I didn't mind the guy. I thought he was all right. I mean, I I had my issues with him. I'll just say that. Um, but I've grown up now, and I, if I was to have a drink with him now, I probably would get on okay with him. I think they picked him for the musical transitions. Potentially, he did play a lot of music. Helped them filler it out a little bit. Uh, they They... Did try and make it out like he was like the the misunderstood artist. Yeah, tortured genius. Like, like I said, I don't he, I don't remember him being that bad with staff or anyone else. Like I think he played it up for the camera a lot. Oh, definitely. Because he was a smart lad, and there was a lot of stuff that wasn't shown about him when he was genuinely okay with people, and he was was going to his lectures at times. I mean, when it says, like, he was... Just, I think at the beginning it said, like, he was suspended for aggressive behaviour and now he's back. I don't recall that. I don't. Who knows? Yeah. Unfortunately, it was a Channel 4, like, style of we need the sob story in this. And, like, they really played hard on his past, didn't they? I, think, I don't think he's was the biggest sob story. Should we move on to the last one? Sure. And then the third contestant <laughs> on this fucking... <laughs> on the Japanese game show! <laughs> Blind Young Pings. That could be a Japanese game show. <laughs> uh, Selena. Gomez. <laughs> Her last name was not Gomez. <laughs> Kyle. No. I don't know any other famous Selena's. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Williams. The unknown Williams. <laughs> So, Selena is a bit of a, a strange one. I mean, I, I assume that this is the one that you were, you were mentioning about sob story.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, she had the the world at her fingertips, popular girl, lady and then it all starts to creep away. She had the she had the life and then she
1: lost it. I mean I don't know if this was a fair portrayal of Selena. I think it made her very the foods they used made her very self absorbed and I knew Selena at least a little bit. And she wasn't nearly as self absorbed as they made her out to be. Like a lot of the stuff that that she See, this is why I didn't want to be in the
0: documentary, and I signed that paper saying so I didn't want to be in it because they made Selena look like she was up her own ass, and that wasn't
1: really the case. She was very down to earth, and considering that she was going through sight loss and struggling through that, yeah, you know, everyone deals with it differently, and she had a particularly hard time of it. And I, I get that, but I think they really did make her look like she was up her own ass, and she really wasn't, from my experience. I mean, that's why the problem with these sort of things, like. They focused in on the things they want to focus in. And unfortunately that doesn't they they're looking for interesting television as opposed to factual television. Not sure they managed to hit either. I don't either. I found it very cringy. Oh, so cringy. And I was only in like two scenes in the background of one and then walking through another scene. So I wasn't even in it to the point where I would be, Oh, look at look at Young T on there, like, oh cringe, like I was in it to a negligible amount that I don't give a shit that was in it. Mate, I listen to this podcast and think old T cringe. But
0: (laughs) compared to that documentary, this is fucking masterpiece. I think especially like the love story was really cringe. Yeah, that was, that was Dan's main, (laughs) the arc of the documentary, wasn't it, to be fair? And it's not even interesting. Whoa. The amount of times where they walked into each other like, oh my God, I didn't know you were here. Fucking hilarious! Mm. I they sat down at the table like, "Oh my god, it's you!" Like, "Oh, how fun must that be if you're both blind and then you always, you're always just randomly running into each other, even if you've been in the same room for like ten minutes."
1: Yeah, it's weird. Like, I think the opening scene is them both walking side by side with a long cane. I was like, "That's always going to end fucking badly." Like they kept just like crossing sticks. Oh mate, you never cross sticks. Ghostbusters twice that. <laughs> Blindbusters. The so love story was wasn't really a love story. It wasn't really. It was two people got
0: together for some reason. An engagement ring was bought from Argos. That's the kind of class you had back when you were a teenager. So you can afford. Let's be fair. Unless you came from daddy rich boy family.
1: What pisses me off about the the love story, isn't the fact that it was there, but more along the lines of. Like, they focused on Steve being a rebel and all that shit, but they never showed any of, like, the other stuff that he was learning to do. Did he learn living skills, that sort of thing? What else was the college trying to provide him with? That's what they showed with Dan there. They showed him that he made a cheese sandwich. Oh, Cardinal Sin. I know, but everyone goes through this. Everyone has their own little journeys. Everyone has their own cheese sandwich. They do. Yeah, it's their own Moby Dick. It's not Moby Dick,
0: though, is it? Because he makes the cheese sandwich. And then he makes it again. Yeah we did. Mixed
1: results. Yeah. <laughs> that that cheese sandwich banquet is the epitome of the scene of know, Shut up and eat your sandwich, you probably did well.
0: But at nineteen years old, you should have been already able to make a cheese sandwich.
1: Yeah, I would say definitely. But I think with the love story, I think it just you could have been showing other stuff. Oh, I don't
0: know, man it's the blind young things and they're showing about when you go to college and that's what teenagers do, man. They get together, they bang. For some reason they buy engagement rings from Argos. I mean
1: alright, that's a bit far, but you yeah. all part of being young. Yeah, I mean, one thing that struck me, it was after like Dan broke up with Stacy and then everyone's like, Oh, you'll find more more girls. And he goes, Really? And genuinely he didn't think that, that was a possibility. Oh mate, the best
0: part of that breakup scene, other than the sheer awkwardness of it, was when that girl comes and sits right next to him after his girlfriend's left and goes So things aren't going too well then. <laughs> yeah. Moving in for the kill. <laughs>
1: there was a lot of that sniping sort of shit. Ah, rebound. Nah, bit a bit of rebound poo for dan. That sexy accent. And we go back to like Selena briefly. What they portrayed, Selena, I don't think that was fair. I think the, the operation scene was quite a difficult watch. It was. What I didn't appreciate as well, and I like, I know that this was an artistic licence, but they've also shown the performance, like they're sort of like doing a crossfade between Selena being like as if it's happening at the same time. Oh, I liked that. What? if I shot the sheriff with Dan and Steve? Yeah, it, and made, it, it made it even more poignant, didn't it? That's what I
0: thought about it. That was the best part of the documentary. Not, not, not obviously someone's having a horrible a ducky air, like a horrible operation. But in terms of an actual documentary in itself, that was the part that I thought was most moving because they'd it shown
1: juxtaposition, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. I suppose it's shown contrast, isn't it? Which is is fair. I thought it was very awkward. I thought it was very awkward. Yeah, that's the point. Mm. But that's much the documentary yeah cool. but it was awkward in different ways yeah it was
0: mainly just awkward because it was cringy as fuck especially Steve as well like, he was properly playing up to the camera Ah, oh, mate and he, he speaks to that year head and he fucked me off that year head I was in there like every other couple of weeks the difference between me and Steve is I didn't get caught for my shit or yeah. if I did get caught for my shit they had no proof nailing me down yeah. so I always got away with pretty much everything no never but yeah I want to say pretty much everything the time that they knew I'd thrown something out the window, yeah, because I'd thrown the curtain rail out the window. I was like, well, "That's bullshit," because my curtain's still up there. And it was for the sheer fact that I, for some reason, they nailed up two curtain rails in my <laughs> uh, in my bathroom, and I just thrown one of them out. <laughs> but other than that, they never really nailed me for anything. Even even the times that I just went home for for the day, just so I could go watch a gig back in Nottingham. Didn't even turn up, and they were just like fine. And even I didn't turn up to all, like. There was one lecture that I never turned up for, and I went, and they eventually just said to me like, "Look, if you make a speech in this uh, in this lecture about having a job, because I worked for Tesco at the time, classy man, and about how to go to uni, it won't make you go to any more of the lectures." I was like, "Well, I don't go anyway. So what's the incentive for me?" And they're like, "We'll give you some Easter eggs." I was like, "All right, and yeah." <laughs>
1: So I got a couple of Easter eggs out of it. Pretty sick. I didn't really have much experience with the staff. I never saw the year heads or anything like that. Oh, man, you're doing good. No, I did once, actually. Once.
0: Most of mine was because people getting wasted in my room.
1: Yeah, minors. Let's, let's preface it, minors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they were. They were 16, 17 years old.
0: They're not minors, mate. I saying? mean, technically, within the eyes of the law, yes. Within the eyes of me, no. You can lead a horse to water, and if
1: they want to get wasted, that's up to them. That's fair. No, I never had much interaction with staff. Not particularly. I wasn't on campus a lot of the time, and I didn't have very many lectures to go
0: to, so... Oh, mate. Oh, my dorm room is in the uh, in the documentary. That's the closest
1: thing to get to me. It was, and you had to go past my door to get to Dan's room. And the one thing I will say about Dan, is he used to wake me up at six in the morning singing Bob Marley in this fucking bath, get a bath every morning, and some Bob Marley, I used to throw something at the wall, and he used to shut up and go, Sorry... Was it Eyes at the Sheriff? It was a bit of everything. Was it? it just a general... General Bob, Bob Medley. Yeah, yeah. The Bob Medley. I mean, I didn't particularly like the documentary. On rewatching it. I've only seen it once before, and that's when it came out. I didn't particularly like it. You didn't really achieve anything.
0: That's my issue. Like we said it was meant to portray, like, blind young people. Blind young things, if you will. And their struggles. It didn't really. It showed... An arsehole, someone that was coddled, and someone that was up themselves. Not necessarily what they were like in real life, let me point that out, but that's what the documentary portrayed.
1: And it, it didn't show what the college did, because seeing this is supposed to be filmed, like, with the college in mind, it didn't really show what the college did other than banter Steve constantly to go to his lectures. Well, what about the performance? He did a bit dancing? Again, let's let's just touch on that. Dance, not again, it's it's competitive industry. Don't fucking highlight the fact you teach blind people to dance. From a member of the public looking in, I don't know what you'll get out of this. It doesn't show you uh, a decent sort of like intersection of the blind and visually impaired community. If anything, it shows you a bad side of it. Yeah. If it shows you that, that blind people are incompetent or they're assholes. If anything, I think
0: Selena's story was probably the most touching, if you will, because it does show you how someone can lose a sight and how it will affect people.
1: I thought that Selena's was the best done in the sense that it shows how devastating sight loss can be.
0: Yes, that, yeah.
1: And I think that that could have been put in a little bit more context. All they did is they highlighted parts where it was like, oh, Selena's saying, and this is the thing that made it look up herself, it's like they were saying, oh, she said, oh, no, I, I know I'm not the ugliest person and I, I, I'm a smart girl something like that. But out of context, it makes you look like a conceited asshole. But there's a lot of footage, no doubt, they could have had to sort of like demonstrate that she was a very intelligent... Well, she is a very intelligent person. Um, and she isn't a bad-looking girl either. And like they could have done more to that. But instead, they focus on a fucking stupid fucking love story. Which went over the space, it was a seven fucking week thing from what I remember, it wasn't even that long. And it's like, like Danny, the Welsh guy in it, he puts it in, in great context, where he says, well you get all these people together, they've never had any freedom, and like they've never been popular. I and mean, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to drink and fuck each other, that's what they're going to fucking do. And that's what happened. But I don't think that's something you necessarily have to put on screen. To ah, that's what people want to see though, isn't it? And when Dan got wasted. Yeah. Wasted Dan. That was not the first time he was wasted. Or the last. I didn't think it was very well done. Uh, There was no narrative to it, no beginning, middle and end. In that sense, I think it was very sloppily done. Whoa. The beginning was when Dan went to college.
0: The middle was when he had a girlfriend. The towards end part was where he lost that girlfriend. And the end part was cheese sandwiches all round. With a little bit of cucumber. Yeah, that's not a great mix. <laughs> what, cheese and cucumber? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of cheese and cucumber. How about cheese and onion? <laughs> Where's the fucking onion in that mix? Yeah. That's the real crime. And the same with Steve, you know. He goes he goes in, he's an arsehole. You get sent home, he's an arsehole. He comes back, he's an arsehole. Plays piano. And then he plays piano to do all the transition pieces for them. Yeah. No wonder they picked those three people.
1: And then Selena... They make her out to be an arsehole and up her an arse. Then she has an operation.
0: Yeah, see, that's the then, problem. That's Why it? would you make them out to be an arse? You, If anything, you want them to feel for that person first. And yeah. They picked all the wrong things. a documentary yeah. filmmaker,
1: it's kind of shit. There were a lot better stories you could have told of those three people, or there were much more interesting people there. Definitely. like Some some people, and I'm not picking favourites here, Like there were some people there who had other conditions as well, like autism, and they're just trying to make the best of things. That's, that's interesting. Um, there was a guy that we both knew who lost his eyes in his sight in the Albanian fucking civil war and is now in the UK trying to make the best of things. That's interesting. Uh, the guy in it, Danny, he lost his sight at the age of 16 and he was a phenomenal footballer who was going for like, like club level apprenticeships and shit before he lost his, it's sight. You could have had so many interesting stories here, but like you dealt with three stories that you portrayed in the worst possible fucking light. You didn't make any of the people endearing or interesting. That's the problem, yeah. Yeah, no one was endearing, I don't think. Like, you, you walk out of it and you think, what have I gained from this experience? Nothing. Blind people, all miserable, incompetent fucking idiots. And see, so I've done nothing to change your mind. I will go on to- <laughs> Okay, I, I don't really know what any of them have done since. I feel like you know what some of them have done. I know what some of them have done, but not all of them, and that's not substantiated, so I'm not going to say. But what I would have liked to see in the documentary is I would have liked to have seen a bit more focus on the college. It wasn't my cup of tea, but I don't deny that there were things that you could have spotlighted as a documentary maker to show what the good college, what the good the college is trying to do. Focusing on someone who was just the average person could have really helped them. Because they just focused on all the extremes. Yeah, but average doesn't sell records. No, but when you're focusing on three different people, get the average person in there. Nah. Other than the fact that they just just tried to get all this music out of him. I think Steve's story arc was pretty bollocks and pretty nothing. I think Selena's was like one of the, the, the better ones. And I think Dan's is an important one to learn about not coddling your kids. But I don't think Steve's added anything, really. No. Well, that's what I mean. You just need them for the musical transitions. Yeah. But you could have had just the normal person there, or maybe one of the older people, and focused a bit more on them. Yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're old. It's blind young thing.
0: you changed the title. Yeah, but the whole premise is the fact that the documentary is about young people growing up with a blindness. What, what would you call the old one? old fucks that can't <laughs> see <laughs> yeah you're getting old so you probably
1: got cataracts cataraction <laughs> fuck it now. last cataraction hero you can stop now <laughs> how I mean I know how I would improve it but how would you have improved the documentary I probably would have picked different people right I probably would have
0: kept some of the shots where I used to hang around I used to hang around with the person and every time we knew they were filming I would be like mate do it and he go woo I <laughs> deliberately ruined the shots that was always funny yeah or oh, I don't know yeah I would probably pick someone that is a bit more high maintenance to show what blind people can do What's but it? basically both sides of the spectrum like someone like Dan yeah and then someone that was a bit more high functioning
1: but they never showed that the, the other two people they, they implied that they were high functioning but they never fucking showed it they showed them using long canes but they never showed the other side of it they made out that they we're all trying to make cheese sandwiches Oh, Cardinal Sin. Yeah, I don't know. You don't see otherwise. So how do you know?
0: Well, you see Steve walking around, and then again you see like Selena. she was saying that, you know, she used to go about, and now she's just trying to learn how to be blind, and it's just like, you know, walking about
1: and doing normal things again. Yeah, but you don't see them making cheese sandwiches, so... Not everyone has to make a cheese sandwich, man. No, but you you can have like a scene of like one of them just making a meal and talking about something else. Yeah, it would have been nice, actually, if you'd just seen
0: someone just making like a spag bowl or something.
1: Yeah, and just like not even talking about the fact they're making a spag bowl, just be like... Yeah, just doing it in the background. Just talking about something else, like, oh, how's this, how your study going? And, oh, yeah, they're fine. That sort of thing. Because it shows the other side of it, like subtly, but they don't fucking do that. Pretty much a bad
0: mouthpiece on the blind people, to be honest, I thought. I thought it
1: was as well. But we should make
0: our own documentary where we go back to RNC. I think that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should call it Really Needs Correcting. Yeah. See
1: here, you. Look at that C in it. Not proud of that, are you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would have made the documentary better by getting rid of one person. Like, I would change the people, but I'd focus on two people. I'm aside the spectrum. I don't think you need three people. You've got 40, 48 minutes to deal with this. So I think they spread themselves too thin, and they didn't nearly cover like a lot of the stuff that they should have done. Hey, they covered the soft hands. There was a lot that really pissed me <laughs> off. So much time was spent on that. The cameras were around all the time, and like for all of the whole making out that Selena was just a bit mardy all the time and up herself. Look but, at you using Midlands words. Yeah, no, I know, and I feel proud of it. But there's times where. We went to a nightclub, and Selena was there, and the camera crew were there, and she had a really good night. That to show the normality of things, but they never showed that. There was so much they didn't show, which after watching and just be thinking back on it, and I know I felt the, way, the same way at the time when I first saw this, when it came out. Looking back, I'm just like, you've cut some really interesting things that you could have put in to show the other side of things, like the normality or... But they've gone out of their way to really paint these people in a negative light, and I think it does make the blind community look bad. Definitely.
0: Betrayed us pretty awfully if I'm honest.
1: Yeah. Because we don't all have fucking sob stories. So it's just normal, aren't we? We just want to get on with fucking life. Some of us are out there getting shit done. Exactly. And I'm just like you've shown the worst extremes. Like you found a couple you found the extremes, but you've shown the worst of them. That doesn't make good telly though. It does, but not in this case. But culturally, for the disabled, like right, and the blind community, it's terrible. It's really bad. It's like having a documentary about three paraplegics who can't get out of fucking bed. Well, no, one, one of, of them's them, the bone collector. Yeah, one, <laughs> one can't get out of bed. Another one just doesn't want to go to work. Even and they keep calling him to go to work. Another one is slightly losing, like, their ability to walk, and they're just focusing entirely on that. I'm like, you're not showing, like, the enabling side of things. You're only showing the negative point of it. You know what I mean? That's shit TV. It's what people will watch. That's shit TV. I don't want to watch that. I want to see people, that's why the Paralympics do so well in the ratings. People want to see disabled people doing well. And I know there's another, I have issues with, like, the whole, Inspiration porn aspect of it. We've got an old fucking episode on it. But I think there's not enough middle ground. And this is a pop, like, definitely the other side of the spectrum or like the inspiration porn. And I know you're not getting any views with like standard, like, let's watch Cleves do his day to day and going to work and then coming home and making himself a heater You know, that's not captivating like, I made
0: it purposely boring. I think people would watch it because it'd be purposely mundane. It's like those people that talk really quiet. Yeah. What the fuck even is that? People have talked quietly, I suppose. So, your final thoughts? My final thoughts is just... Didn't paint us in a good light, the blind community that is. And didn't paint the college, I didn't think, in a particularly good light either. And
1: just for the record,
0: not all blind people are dicks.
1: Even though one of the... Just tea. Okay, let's address that quickly. (laughs) I'm in two scenes. One of them... I'm just sitting on the couch. I don't know if I'm drinking a beer, I can't remember. But I'm just sitting on the couch, ignoring the conversation. And number one, there's some blind people trying to find a ramp, and I just walk past and go for a door. I don't help them. But, yeah, that's what the teachers are there for. Teach them the roots. Also, we should point out
0: some honourable mentions. Cameo from Horace, first
1: scene. I don't know if it was the first scene. Well, brilliant, f- on. One of the early scenes, Horace is in there. He doesn't say anything, but he is in there. Probably in future episodes tell
0: Tales from the Crips. I'm going to call him Big F, a.k.a. Festus, coming up.
1: And we will have some stories about ourselves as well. What, about the Belt End? It's going to be difficult to do stories on him without incriminating him, like, legally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. I Shall we call quits. it there? Yep. If you have thoughts on this documentary... That's like, what are your thoughts? Did you think it was awkward? Do you think that it was fair to to do these stories? Did you find it interesting? I genuinely want to know because I want to know, sort of, like from the outside of like the people who were sort of involved, like family, friends, or anything like that, who watched it. Great. Right. And next week will be a surprise. I'll see you then. Well, you'll, you'll see me after we press stop. Um, Unless something horrible happens. are you going to press
0: it at what? Thanks
1: for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast. Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at SeesawPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. this podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience
0: oh, 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 oh cardinal sin